That's um, pretty awesome. There we go. Oh, you guys missed it, man. He was literally a ghost. Like his chroma key and his obs had him filtered out so you could see through him. Yeah. Is that you're talking <laughs> to a ghost? Like one of those child predator videos where they're like interviewing the predator or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I never watched that show. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I've got everybody. Uh, they, they're, they're hot in the boots for their six-minute late stream. Sorry, guys. So what's going on? I've seen you on YouTube a couple of times. Your videos are funny. You're making fun of scammers, I think. Yeah, I yeah. Those was a, that was a long time ago, and then I started attracting a little bit too much attention doing that, and then uh, they oh, that all got a bit serious, and so I stopped doing it. <laughs> but how, like, I mean, isn't attention the name of the game for YouTube? Isn't it like good? It's un- unpleasant. At least legal attention, and I, I didn't have money at the time, so it was a case of people were coming at me with a, like, well, "I'm suing you for this, and I'm suing you for that." I, I, right. I don't have any money to be sued for at the time, um, <laughs> so it, it was a case of like, you, "You can do, but I can't even afford a lawyer." So you, what are you going to take? <laughs> Enjoy your default judgments that are uncollectible. Yeah, yeah, I get you. <clears throat> so what are you up to now? I think I think I saw I, I went on your channel and I looked at your last video and it was a TA video and you're like, "Bitcoin's definitely not going to 10k." So I just wanted to, this is the first thing I'm going to say, Bitcoin's going to 10K. Yeah, I know. I have I, I, been told by many, many people that you're going to pick me up on that one. Yeah. I disagree with you, but I don't all think right. we should dwell on that quite too much because I don't think we'll ever agree with each other at all. So it won't be a very Well, well no. I mean, my, my, my thesis will be invalidated when it doesn't hit within the next year. If it doesn't hit within a year, I was wrong. <clears throat> I mean, but you could be right in 10 years' time. No. I don't care. No, no, no. I'm not doing any of that like weak prediction (laughs) stuff. My prediction is very simple. Markets don't do the things identically, but they rhyme usually. And there's a joke amongst traders that everyone's like, this time's different. It's almost never different. It was a buy the rumor, sell the noise event, just like the CME launch was in 2017. It was the Coinbase launch today. And then Ethereum died 27 days later in 2018 and it died 27 days later this time. So I'm just telling you exactly what happened last time. So it doesn't take a whole ton of prediction. I copy pasted the old chart over today's chart and it goes to 10K. So that's it, you know? I just think... That's what everybody thought last cycle. Everybody thought last cycle wouldn't dip too. That's why it dips. It dips because no one thinks it will. If everyone thought it would dip, it wouldn't. Yeah. Well, I was the guy at 6K saying it won't dip, and then it did dip, and then I got liquidated. So, um, <laughs> Thank <laughs> so God for yeah, honesty. It, 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 well, it cost me last time around, but ultimately it was the best thing that ever happened to me when I got liquidated last time around because it meant that I had no money left. It meant I had to work harder than ever, <laughs> and I'm working harder than ever in the middle of a bear market, accumulating <sighs> so much cryptocurrency so that when Bitcoin went up to $64,000, suddenly I'm, I'm rolling in cash. Nice and uh, that was that was like it was the best thing that ever happened to me was getting liquidated, and I, it wasn't even with my money. It was with with I was helping a, a guy was helping me out by funding me. And I got um, so yeah, that happened. Oh um, man, very nice guy by the way. I paid him back. I paid him back a long time ago. Thank goodness. Um, Thank goodness. Yeah. The whole well, life has changed. Yeah, good stuff, man. Um, so, what do you want to talk about? I mean, I'm I'm down to talk about anything, man. Well, I asked my audience and they said, well, I, I want to know personally more about Hex because sure. I, I just see people calling it a scam. You know what people call it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know everything. Yeah. You get it all the time. Yeah. I 
have always reserved judgment on Hex um, just because I've never looked into it. Um, and so, if you could give me the the as in well, I've looked into it a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. I have because we have that basic discussion. But I only know as much as what I've already discussed. Oh, sure, it's, it's real easy. <clears throat> um, and then from there, everyone wants to know about Pulse. Sure. So you can tell me about that as, as yep. well. That would be really interesting to know more yep. about that and how it fits in. Uh, you mm-hmm. won't hear very many difficult questions from me because I'm not educated it's enough to question you. It's all good. <laughs> so uh, if you did a proof of work change in Bitcoin, so right now Bitcoin only has two functions. One, mine inflation, mint new coins out of thin air. Two, send those coins around. That's it. Those are the only two functions that people use in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So what if you replace the mine inflation function? And let's talk about that one real quick. So when you mine Bitcoin inflation, how do you mine it? With what? Electricity and what? Hardware. And where do you buy those things? Well, from the electricity company, let's say 25% of the time you're destroying the environment. And with the hardware company, you're enriching some foreign company that doesn't talk to you on Twitter, doesn't care about anything, is like a faceless, mindless corporation. And it ain't American, for sure. Or in the UK. So, and what do they do with that inflation that they mine? They dump the price. So they buy electricity and mining hardware, and they murder the price. And that's what they do all day, every day, every 10 minutes. That's what happens in Bitcoin for security. Now, even though they had that security, in quotes, they had two inflation bugs where anyone could have minted as many free coins as they wanted, and did. And they had to roll the chain back in 2010. And they would have had to roll it back again two years ago, except a person that found the bug responsibly disclosed it instead of minting as many free Bitcoin as he wanted for himself. That's mm-hmm. a miracle. I, I, I don't know too many people that would have decided that way. So what if you replace that proof of work, proof of waste by design? What if you replaced it with something smarter, something that didn't destroy the environment, something that didn't murder the price, something that rewarded people to defend the price and hold the price up instead of dump it. And that's all Hex is. Hex is like Bitcoin with a proof of work change where you earn inflation in the system, not by destroying the environment, not by enriching foreign mining hardware companies, but by just delaying gratification and waiting. It's proof of wait. So just like your bank, you deposit money at your bank, you lock up the money. The longer you lock, the more interest you get. Where is the interest paid from? People think it's from loaning your money out. It's not what happens. They don't loan your money out. Your money is a liability, not an asset. Instead of loaning your money out, they leave it sit as a reserve. And then they get a multiple of that money for free from the government. And by free, I mean artificially low rates that are so cheap that they're basically free. Then they just mark those rates up and lend that 10 times larger money out and make 10 times the money on your money, which never gets lent out. So in fact, your yield at your bank is from inflation because the money the government gives them is so inflated out of thin air. And the yield to Bitcoin miners is from inflation, money out of thin air, minted out of thin air. And the yield in Hex is from inflation, which is minted out of thin air. But here's the difference. If you're an average size, average length staker in Hex, you're not getting diluted. You're the one that's getting the coins. You're just minting extra coins for yourself. The only people in Hex that actually get diluted and are paying a kind of penalty for the inflation are those that are unstaked. And so it's a virtual lending system in that the people that stake their coins, burn them, take them off market, delay gratification, which raises the market price 
assuming static demand or increasing demand, it raises the market price. And the only people that can harvest that increased market price are those that are being diluted because they're not being paid inflation and they're not delaying gratification. They're just sitting there on liquid coins. And so it's awesome. And, and it's self-balancing. If, if more people stake, the rate goes down. If less people stake, the rate goes up. It's absolutely so amazing. The, the, I, I get that. Mm -hmm. I just don't get why it's controversial. Because um, people are stupid. I, I mean, look, Peter Schiff I, thinks Bitcoin's a scam. Noriel Rubini thinks Bitcoin's a scam. Uh, the guy that wrote Black Swan, Nassim Taleb, he thinks Bitcoin's a scam. Depending on who you talk to, Bitcoin's a scam. And so you have people that think Bitcoin's a scam. And then you have people that think all cryptos are scam. And then you have people that think just some cryptos are scams. And then you're just, you have different levels of ignorance. And while they're remaining ignorant, we're up 385,000% in price in a year and a half. And while they're still figuring it out, they're like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? Richard told us, but we don't understand it. That's fine. We'll all get rich and you could buy the top like Michael Saylor. Michael Saylor said Bitcoin was garbage in 2013. It was going to die like online gaming. Tweet's still online. I had huge bags of Bitcoin in 2013. I, I was mining full blocks on my own yeah. in 2011. It's one of the things, it's, it's one of the, the things that I've always found strange is that, because I mean, I bought my first Bitcoin in 2013. Um, at the time though, I'm, I'm a child. In 2013, I'm not, I'm not a very old person. So I bought mine because I saw the Silk Road as something that was quite an appealing, just it looked interesting. Um, and that's why I bought my first Bitcoin, never used it, and then eventually sold it for, for what I bought it for a few years later. Um, but I, I, Michael Saylor has always annoyed me in that respect of being, he, he, it's all right changing your mind, but he's gone from being really polar opposites of what he once was. Well, he also says things that don't make any sense. So, he, you know, he like, so I'm, I'm glad that he, I respect that he has pumped everybody's bags. I respect that he has got a billion plus dollars into cryptocurrency from people that otherwise might not have done it. I respect that. Thank you, Michael, for, for making us all wealthier. That being said, some of the stuff you say, it doesn't make any sense. So what, what happens is people discover Bitcoin. It's like a gateway drug. And then they develop these ideas about what makes something good. And some of them are right and some of them are wrong. So here's some right ones. We like censorship resistance. We like uh, immutability. We like a known future supply. We like low inflation rates and, and monetary uh, expansion, which is basically minting coins. But then they get some ideas that don't make any sense. So they think wasting electricity is actually a benefit. And so they confuse cost with benefit. They, ex ex they confuse price with value. Price is what you pay. Value is what you get. And you could pay a lot for something that sucks. And in the case of proof of work, if Bitcoin would just rotate off of proof of work and switch to proof of stake, the price would do better. The environment would do better. Those scumbag miners could go out of business already. And the, the world would be a better place because it's, it's security theater anyway. These are all socially enforced networks anyway. And I've seen more problems on proof of work networks than I've seen in proof of stake networks. I mean, let me give you a list of the proof of work networks that have had inflation bugs where anyone could have minted some pre coins and did. Ravencoin, hacker came and minted 10% of the supply, dumped it on exchange. I remember that. that Lumens, Bitcoin, Monero, but they caught it before it was done. Bitcoin is the pink one. Uh, no one uses Bitcoin, but a bunch of people forked it. So, for instance, Monero is a fork of Bitcoin. 
Um, I guess maybe somebody uses Bitcoin, but I, I don't know too many people that use it, but it was forked a lot. And, and then all those forks had inflation bugs. And so you see, and what else? Ethereum Classic is 51% attacked all the time. Uh, you know, proof of work, man, it doesn't seem that secure because I see it having huge problems all the time from things that have nothing to do with the hash rate. And so if you want security, uh, yeah. you get audits and you have a bug bounty program and you have modular locked software. Like in Hex, our consensus code is locked and isolated. You can't accidentally screw it up when you're trying to improve the network. But in Bitcoin, it's spaghetti code. The networking and the wallet and the consensus is all intertwined. And this last inflation bug was introduced when they tried to make the networking stack better. Oops, anyone can as many free coins as they want now. Oopsie daisy. And so uh, Hex I, will I, always I, be more secure than Bitcoin in that respect. It's, it's like having a, a constitution versus having what we have in the UK where everything, you can, you can edit anything, whereas a constitution is like having a base layer of rules and then you can change off the back of that rather than just having a jumbled mush of... Uh, it makes sense. It makes sense what you're saying. Um, I, I am interested as well because one of the most common things that people have discussed to, to me with Hex is, oh, well, how is the price so high? And we discussed this as well with regards to liquidity and the depth of liquidity, but if you could just explain how sure how the price of Hex is so high. Do you know, when, when the website first came out, it had on there designed to go up 10,000x and everyone had a heart attack. Scam, 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 scam. That's what everyone said. Now the price is up 4,000x before staking, 8,000x plus with staking. Who was right? I was right. Now, where did I get that number from? I just looked at what Ethereum did. I said, okay, Ethereum did 10,000x in two and a half years. I designed better game theory than they have. Why don't we do 10,000x in two and a half years? Just very simple. They did 10,000x, our stuff's better, we could do the same. And so I was just telling people it was possible. And look, what was possible came true. Bitcoin went up 6.5 million X. So people look at the 4,000 X that Hex has done on just the price chart without interest, and they think it's too much. And but then you go look at the chart back when Ethereum started and back when Bitcoin started, and they look almost the same. They used to do gains like that back when they were new networks too. And so it's, this is not unprecedented. This is normal. What Hex is doing is normal for a cryptocurrency that has product market fit, that has adoption, and isn't viral yet, but is becoming viral. So it's. it's I remember when you first started, it was it was tiny, like the yeah. the, it was very grassrootsy mm -hmm. kind of build a community from scratch. From nothing, and yeah. That's it, right. It's been interesting to watch, like from somebody that's not invested in it at all, doesn't hold any hex, or never even. I, I was eligible to claim it, never claimed it. Um, <laughs> it's just been an interesting watch. I, for, I do free wish money. I claimed it. Free money. Yeah, I, I still. I, I do wonder how much it'd have been because you've got to. Well, I can tell you, if you had one bit, I mean. You give me a number. I did one Bitcoin. Back then, I did. I, back then I had less. Though I got liquidated. I lost. I All right. Lost I'll just call it one Bitcoin. So, Bitcoin. so let's say you had one Bitcoin. <laughs> you could have got fifteen thousand eight hundred and forty hacks if you had one Bitcoin, and then you would have been forced to stake it for a year, and then you would have got another thirty percent in the big payday, and then you maybe got like three percent or maybe more for being staked that whole time in addition to the big payday. So let's just let's just call it thirty percent. So you would have got 15,840 plus 30%, which is like 20,000. And then 20,000 times 20 cents, which is what it was like last week, is, or 20,000 times 0 0.20, 4,000 bucks. So if you had a Bitcoin, you got 4,000 bucks. And by the way, Bitcoin right now isn't even 40,000. So you could have 10% increased your, I mean, like if we divide this by the price of a Bitcoin, which I think right now is 
what is it? Thirty-one five hundred or something. Five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-one thousand. Uh, well, thirty-one thousand seven hundred and fifteen right now. All right. All right. Well, that's uh, twelve times. It's about ten percent. So you could have increased your stack ten percent had you claimed your free coins and held them till now. In, in my situation, I had no money back then, so that's okay. one of the reasons why I've never been that bothered about it. No. Um, well, hey, just imagine yeah. you could have bought it on January fifth, put in a dollar, and had four thousand dollars with yeah, one dollar. Yeah. Well, again, I've been around for the entire kind of bear market, bull market. I've done a few. I think the best one that I had during the course of the bull market was about five hundred x, which is nice. good. Yep. It's not. It's not a four thousand x, but a five hundred x offered. Random investment is, it, um, it's it's amazing for any institutional fund, but for average investors, yeah. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you, you like you start with, you can bear in mind, I was like with pennies at the time, and pennies yeah. turn into to dollars. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it, it, I'm I'm just interested in the, in the whole. Yeah, so so let's talk about the liquidity. Just go to oneinch.io, and type hex in the top line, and then type USDC in the bottom line. And go sell a million bucks, and I think you get five percent slippage. I'll go check. Let's go look. One inch dot io, and then hex, and then it's three point seven percent slippage for a million bucks. That's crazy. What more do you want? So, go sell well, a million is, dollar house and tell me how much slippage you get, homie. Well, this, <laughs> this is what I just do not understand: is how have you managed to make a coin that has so much liquidity? With, well, with so much backing it, here's Does anybody dump a million dollars yeah. in the books and it doesn't move the price. Yeah. Well, the reason is the price. So the way automated, the majority of liquidity in hacks is in Uniswap V2. And Uniswap V2 is an automated market maker, which has symmetrical uh, bid and ask liquidity. Mm-hmm. And the price is actually just the ratio of those two pairs and our primary pair, which is 85% of liquidity is USDC. Mm-hmm. So when you want, if you want the hex price to go up, there's only two ways to do it in this system. You can remove hex and how do you remove the hex? The only way to do that is by adding more USDC and if it moves as a square. So if you double the USDC, then you take out half of the hex, and then that leaves the ratio at a four to one. Mm-hmm. Because now there's four units here and there's half of what used to be there. Or there's double here and there's half what used to be. And then double divided by half is four. And so it moves at a square. So if you three X the USDC that's there by adding two extra units. So, so let's say there's 11 million bucks there. If you add 22 million bucks, you're gonna nine X the price. And so when you see in this system, that is primarily automated market maker driven and primarily hex USDC pair, 85% of it. When you see the price increase, it means there's more liquidity. It means someone added a lot more dollars. And so unless someone is out there like removing liquidity from both sides. So if you're a liquidity provider, you can only add to both sides at once in equal measure or remove from both sides at once with equal measure. Now Uniswap V3 changed that. You can do asymmetrical. You can just add to one side, not the other. But still, the majority of the liquidity in, in Hex is V2. So basically, the higher up you go, the higher the price is, the thicker the order book is, the more bid support there is. And so you can you can sell a million bucks and only get 3.5% slippage. 
Now, if you don't know how to use one inch, which spreads it across like uh, V3 and V2, then you're going to get more slippage because you're using half the available liquidity. So I suggest that people use either limit orders on matcha.xyz or one inch.io, or you could use market orders. You're going to get a little bit worse price because you're going to pay the slippage instead of be paid it. Um, and you can also set limit orders on Uniswap V3, but you have to remove your liquidity after you're filled or it will unfill if the price sweeps back through again. <clears throat> so, the demand I, for this I, I, is insane. I, I, I've talked on the phone with a billionaire. He sacrificed to the, the pulse chain sacrifice phase, $14 million USDC. We saw a guy sacrifice, uh, we saw a guy donate to the Sense Foundation $10 million outright from Coinbase. He sent $10 million USDC, single guy. We've seen uh, a guy put in 10,000 Ethereum into the sacrifice, which is $20 million in one go. And then you can look back at their wallets, at least the Ethereum guy, and see how much he's holding. He's got 60,000, 70,000 Ethereum still. You know, it's like 140 million bucks, something like that. So the people that are interested and have very long time horizons, for instance, that guy, we call him the Godwell, the guy that has that, uh, that wallet tied to the Ethereum Genesis address. He, he has stakes that are 15 years long, a lot of them. So he's a believer and he's gonna be here for a long time is my guess. I think anybody that's got a 15 year stake for a few million bucks, this guy's got like many, many millions. I don't think they're going away anytime soon. So when you've got this much demand, I mean, we've seen so many guys sell all of their hacks. People thought they were smart and sold on a double. I love doing this. I'm gonna do it with you. It's fun. You could have bought hacks January 5th last year and sold it on a double, sold 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 on a double, or sold on a double. We've doubled 11 times in a year and a half. And so people thought they were smart selling the 10X or selling the 100X, now we're at 4,000X and they don't look smart. So, you know, people have sold the price. I mean, the, the price got uh, dumped by somebody in a single market sell, 65% not in, not in the single cell, but like over a few days, like one guy just murdered the price in a single candle. Got bought right up. <laughs> like, this, I think, this is what's it, interesting. How can it be, how can it be illegitimate if it's, if, if there's just got, all you need for something to be legitimate is, is people to back it. And if you've got people to back it, then it's, if you've got enough people behind it, it doesn't matter what it is, as long as those people maintain their interest, so if say, they're locking themselves up for a long time, they're gonna stay interested. Mm -hmm. So I just don't understand where the illegitimate part comes in. Exactly. Other than I'm with you. Richard, you have all of the, the money, but you don't. Well, let's, so, so let's say, do, so, so in theory, let's handle that one. The best time to buy Bitcoin was when Satoshi owned 100% of the coins. The best, buy to buy, the best time to buy Bitcoin was when there was no liquidity. The best time to buy Bitcoin was when there was no volume. And that same triumvirate or tripartite statement applies to Facebook, Amazon, Google, Apple, applies to everything. And so even if that were the case, even if, even if one person had a huge amount of supply, you'd be like, that, that is how opportunity usually looks. Every founder of a new company usually owns 100% of the thing. And yeah. that seems to work out pretty often. So this is, remember I told you blockchain guys, they, they get confused about things. They think that cost is benefit. They think that waste is somehow value. They also get this confused. They think decentralization in the network, which is useful, somehow makes decentralization and ownership useful. It's not. So let's, so, so first of all, is Bitcoin decentralized? 42% of it is held in 2000 addresses. But let's say it was, let's say it was decentralized. It still drops 85% every four years. 
So, so I thought decentralization meant no dump. What happened? The order book doesn't care if a thousand plebs sell or if one whale sell. It doesn't matter. And as far as having to sell goes, hey, remember when, when Jeff Bezos sold all his bags and dumped on the Amazon? You remember when Elon Musk sold all his bags and dumped Tesla? You remember when Satoshi sold all his bags and dumped Bitcoin? Founders in general aren't too dumb and they don't tend to kill the golden goose. They, they tend to delay gratification. So this, this fan fiction of like, when rug pull, you're like, what about the opposite of a rug pull? What about a magic carpet ride? Well, that's, you, that's what I would expect is if you're the founder of something, obviously you want your, your reputation to be the best that it possibly can. So, so why would you go ahead and, I mean, obviously you're already very rich. Uh, so you can see that from from just what's sitting in your screen right now. You, you, I retired in 2006. No, earlier, yeah. 2003. I was retired in yeah. 2003. I've been retired a decade, it, two decades. I've been rich a long a time. Of, you, you, you're more of a hobbyist is how I'd describe your actual job, <laughs> being that you don't really need to do it, but right. you still do it. Just I'm okay with it. Power um, hobbyist. I'm a power yeah. hobbyist. I like yeah. being called a blockchain enthusiast. That one always gets me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but essentially, you, I just don't. I'm not of the same mentality as many people. You're, you're like, where's the scam? Where are the victims? Yeah. Name the uh, person see, I, who's not happy. In anything I, I've I ever done for 20 years, you're like, everyone yeah. loves it. Like everything I build is awesome. Where, the where are the unhappy people? people? Not like hex. The people that don't hold hex. Yep. Is, that's right. Is how I would describe it. And, mm -hmm. and and I see that with many of the old coins that I hold, um, that people go, oh, you only like it because it's gone up. Uh, 20 times why else yeah, would anyone buy it that's what we're here for <laughs> yeah, this is what speculation I, is about you you care about the number going up yeah. you know what else has that property apple stock Let, let's let's talk about apple stock number goes up right yes mm -hmm. is that because when someone buys their iphone let's say they give the apple company a thousand dollars and then apple takes that thousand and splits it up across all of their shareholders they don't do that very often if they did, it would be called a dividend. The majority of price appreciation in stocks is not from dividends, and it is not from stock buybacks. It is, in fact, just from the next guy paying more. And so all speculative instruments is the next guy paying extra. And so if you don't like that idea, well, then you might as well shut down the stock market. And you might as well, since inflation is what you earn in the bank, you might want to shut that down too. And then you also got to turn off Social Security because that's headed to bankruptcy. And then you're like, no, or, or you could just realize this is how the world works, play the game and win. So yes. like, you wanna win? Do you wanna be right and poor? Or do you wanna like be really right and, and win and be rich? <clears throat> that's the, the aim of the game is, is for everybody, isn't it? Not to, to, to retire by the time that you're bored of work. Um, and yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I understand the concept of, well, like, when people dig into cryptocurrencies, they go, "Well, if it's all about the next man paying more, then it must be a, a, some kind of Ponzi." They just you're don't like, "What get isn't that? that? Houses are that? Like, how much Everything do houses is, cost now, and why do they cost that much? Because the next guy paid more." Like, you're, you're just that's how it is, man. Our our made up fake internet money is better than the government's made up fake money. I, Look I at paid, the chart. I, yeah, I paid for my house. I paid seven hundred thousand pounds more than what the last person paid for it. And so that's that's significant sounds like a scam, bro. You're gonna get rug pulled. <laughs> so dumb. Imagine getting rug. Well, I suppose everyone did in 2008, didn't they? Um, <laughs> but that was only temporary. And again, all crashes seem to come back if you've got something that's fundamentally good. Anyway, explain to me how Pulse fits into Hex 
and what's going on with that because again I've come into this purposefully done absolutely zero research on it so you can explain to me so I can get it from the horse's mouth hold on I'm, I have to tell someone mean things that's fine. they've, that's they've fine. been told mean things now um, <laughs> yes yeah. what was the question <laughs> So the question was, yeah, sorry. what's going on with, with Pulse being sure. that Hex we have, Hex exists, Hex mm -hmm. has become incredibly successful, mm -hmm. um, and how does Pulse fit into Hex? Well, uh, the Ethereum fees got too high. The people were having to pay $1,100, $1,200 to end their stakes. It was costing uh, $300 to on-ramp a new user via Uniswap. It was costing $200 to send an, or $100 to send an ERC-20, of which Hex is. And it was costing $50 to send Ethereum. None of that is okay. None of that is acceptable. And there is only one way to make the world a happier place in that situation, and that's to add capacity. And Ethereum is maxed out. It's full. Okay, well, got to build another network. One with higher throughput, lower fees. Doesn't destroy the environment. Remove the proof of waste, proof of work miners with proof of stake beat Ethereum 2.0 to market with a superior feature set, remove centralization. Ethereum 2.0 over $200 million has already been lost to mining it in pools because you have to pool because it costs $64,000 to be a validator and you have to become a network admin and a server admin. So uh, yeah, you, you like, it, it's terrible. It, it's going to introduce more and more centralization, which at the network level is very bad. So Before Paul solves all that. Mm -hmm. can, I, can I ask about, so it, Pulse as a thing, is, is it like Ethereum 2.0 but for Hex, or is it something that would attach no, it's to everything. Ethereum? It, so it, it's it's we, for Hex users. It is, it is, are you familiar with Matic, BSC, XDAI? Yeah, well, this is my, I'm going to lead on to the sure. kind of later. There are forks of Ethereum that launched yeah, empty yeah. and have higher throughput, lower fees. Yeah. Pulse is a fork of Ethereum that has higher throughput and lower fees. But it brings system state, which means that you get 10,000 new coins on a new network that you're getting for free. It's the largest airdrop in history. Coins that are priced out on Ethereum that can't function any longer will be able to function on Pulse. Stable coins like USDT and USDC, they're going to be on Pulse too. They're not going to be redeemable for dollars, but I don't think they're going to be worth nothing. And so how much will they be worth? I have no idea. Now their admins could go and validate all those coins whenever they want, but they risk their users suing the crap out of them for destroying what might've been their user's value. So it isn't gonna be an amazing, amazing experiment. And so far over half a billion dollars has been sacrificed over the last uh, six days, seven days. When you say sacrifice, what does it mean? What, what is a sacrifice? You lose your coins. You don't have them anymore. For the political statement that you believe free speech is a protected human right and blockchains are speech. And so you're sacrificing to prove that you believe that. And then the world Recording can see. Recording in progress. You can record oh, it. I just okay. pressed the button. I don't mind. Recording Sorry. stopped. You can record. I don't go. mind. It's okay. <laughs> so when you, when you look at the blockchain and you see that these people have sacrificed their money for this political statement, it creates a set of people. And that set of people can be airdropped free things by anyone who wants to do that. And then I suggest the set be ordered for the first, uh, what is it, 14 days, minus three, 11 plus five, 16 days. The first 16 days are ordered so that the person that sacrificed the most gets a 2.5x multiplier at the top of the coins. 
And then behind him, the next guy gets less multiplier and the next guy gets less multiplier and people fight to maintain the best multiplier. And it, if you get in earlier, the first five days were the same rate, but after the first five days, the rate goes up 5% every day. So today is the second day that's gone up 5% more. So right now it's 10% or more, a little bit more than 10%, more than it was two days ago. And that happens for- What's the website? Uh, pulsechain.com. And then the specific sacrifice website is pulse.info. Yeah. Now there's another way, you know, you can enter the sacrifice set another way. So if you, if you send your money to this address and lose it, you know, that's one way to do it. And you get a hundred percent credit that way, but you can also just donate to a 501 C three registered charity in the United States, which is also a registered charity in the UK that does medical research, SENS.org. And you get 75% of the credit there, but you might get a tax write-off. So there's been $26.5 million donated to the SENS foundation over these last six days. And that's a miracle. And the first time that's ever happened in crypto history. Never has so much money been raised for a charity, let alone an awesome charity that does medical research that will help you and your children and the rest of mankind for the rest of time. Unlike a lot of charities that they go to stuff, people you'll never meet, people you can't talk to, people you wouldn't know whether they existed or then didn't exist. This is stuff that's gonna help people you will know, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're out there saving lives, we're giving away free coins, we're saving the environment, we're just, we're making the world a better place, man. Like we're doing everything we can to make the world a better place. We're getting people to stop trading. And we're the, getting people to stop hopping into coins and getting liquidated. We're, I mean, if you would have just bought hacks instead of getting liquidated, you'd be a multimillionaire right now. I am a millionaire. There you go. I threw that word multi in there, but it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> no, no, I am a multimillionaire. All right. There I you am go. A we'll throw the multi in there. It sounds I, better. I, I had a, I had a great time this kind of past nine to 12 months so i made a lot Good, of man. money Good um <laughs> it's been it's been a great time but of course it's been a very difficult thing for everyone to replicate i i did well out of the back of this bull run because i invested a lot of money that i earned i just i just right. earned money in the bear market that was what did me it was just the right. best thing was earning money in crypto when crypto was worth nothing and yeah. get, buying coins that were worth nothing that have since gone up 200 times it's been great there you go um mm -hmm. but uh yeah it's been so, I mean, we're going to have, we've already got something better than Bitcoin for storing value. And now we're going to have a network for transacting that's better than the number two market cap. And so I can imagine a world in the near future where Hex is number one, Pulse is number two, and then some of the PRC20s on Pulse are like three, four, five. And then it's just like, where did everybody else go? That's possible. That can happen. It's really cool. I, the, the money that um, is a... <laughs> still struggling to get my head around the fact that so that you burn you don't burn the burn 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 they don't get burned i mean if you watch the address like when you when you go to etherscan and look at the address i think mm. i think so basically there's maybe 12 or 14 million that's coming on the bitcoin side i think like two or four million on the on the binance side i think two million on the litecoin or no 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 i don't even know the litecoin actually i'm working on that to like import uh public keys to be able to monitor the balances it's hard because Litecoin doesn't support HD wallets and we use HD to do address generation. So it's their, their, their tooling sucks basically. So Dogecoin and Litecoin, I had to have a dev actually write software to hack their wallet to be able to check balances. And I haven't actually run that software yet. So he's used it and he's tested it, but I haven't tested it personally. Um, and then 
I think Monero, maybe a million bucks came in, maybe half a million, somewhere in between there. And then on the Ethereum side, it's over half a billion. So basically like Bitcoin is about, well, it, it, Ethereum and Ethereum tokens are like by far the largest. And we support a bunch of other chains like Dogecoin, AVAX, you know, Lumens, XRP, EOS. We would support a lot. So all those have to be measured at the end. But right now it seems like by far the runaway winners are like Ethereum and USDC on Ethereum. So those, uh, when you, if you do the chain analysis and look at that address, the Ethereum is getting dumped for USDC and US, uh, USDC and DAI is the transactions I've seen. Whereas the hex is just sitting there, it's not getting dumped. And you know, it seems like just about everything that's not a stable is getting dumped for stable unless it's hex is what I see in the, in the Ethereum address. And then that, that money, so the money that is raised by Pulse Chain essentially for the most part goes to charity and no I, they're I different just, so if you if you go to sends.org and send them an email and tell them you're going to be donating which 26.5 million dollars has done and that's money in the bank that's not like fantasy money that's money in the bank so 26.5 million it's a lot it's an amazing but it's not the half billion that you see on those other sacrifice addresses and those addresses they, to the best of my knowledge, do not go to charity and written right there on a website says you must have no expectation of profit from the work of others. And so you should have no expectation of profit from the work of others. You have lost your money. You have sacrificed it. It is gone. The world has viewed this and you've entered the sacrifice set. Lucky you. If you get an airdrop of 10,000 hex, can't even say the right word, 10,000 pulse, uh, per each dollar value of sacrifice that you performed, weighted against that rate I was telling you about, which is 10% higher today than it was two days ago. Um, and so in the end, when the when this phase is over, and I believe, so we're on day seven, and well, I guess I can just, I don't know. So we're on day seven, and it goes a total of 19, so I think there's like 12 or 13 days more until this yeah. phase is over, and then all the things get totaled up. And, on the, and by the way, in those last three days, Instead of getting a 2.5x max, they just get a 1.25x max, but it's or 1.75x max, and it's flat. And believe it or not, 1.75 is actually half of 2.5. And does I could go through the math to explain that. It's weird. <clears throat> does the does the whole system only benefit hex holders? It doesn't it doesn't benefit hex holders at all? Hex so holders receive no preferential treatment whatsoever. Right. right. Nothing. I, if you I, hold I, hex, you don't right. get any pulse. Right. So there's no non like an airdrop type thing. It's a it's a pure. Well, all the, if you have ERC twenties, you're getting ERC twenties on Pulse. Hex is an ERC twenty. USDC is an ERC twenty. USDT, Chainlink, you name it. So you're gonna get. It's gonna be the world's largest airdrop in the world because airdrop's not really the right word. It's a fork. But in the in the end, you're getting a whole ton of new coins. And here's how you use them. You just go into MetaMask and change. It's, it's just twigged. It's just twigged what you're doing. I understand it now. It's it's. You're just creating everything again, um, which is very interesting. It's very really interesting cool. guy. Yeah, just, I can, let's create everything again. Yeah. I think oh, the world's wow. biggest airdrop is a very compelling value statement. People make a lot of money on airdrops. Hexagons have got so much free money from one inch, uh, Tornado Cash, Uniswap, probably this new Fox thing that just came out like a week ago some from the GRC, like Gitcoin thing or GRT, I can't remember what it's called. Like 
all that stuff that you get handed for free, it's worth a lot of money. Imagine how much these coins may be worth. It could be a miracle. It, it's, a, it's a very interesting one. So the, the, mul the multiplier that you have then, it goes from being whatever it is now up to being 2x, two, two yeah. essentially. The rate, and yeah. So, so what is that? That that is a multiplier of the coins that you would essentially get. Well, it just it just network. it it's like if you put in a dollar of time weighted value in from days one to five, each one of those dollars would get ten thousand points, which is about ten thousand pulse. Mm -hmm. but you're going to get volume bonuses as well. So you may end up much more depending on where you are in the volume rank. Mm -hmm. Now, if you wait until the last day, which is day 19, then that dollar will only get you 5,000 instead of 10,000. So it seems if, if this were something you were buying, it seems like a price, but since you're not buying anything, it's not a price. Since you're just so, being witnessed for a political statement and getting something for free that has no value when you receive it. Because if it had value when you received it, you might have a taxable event. So you'd much rather prefer that the world's largest airdrop be received at absolute zero value. So, then so if it does appreciate, you get to lock in capital gains rate and pay when you sell like mm -hmm. Satoshi. The, if, if you were in my position then right now, what would you do when it comes to obviously you'd do it but say what, Here's what sacrifice I tell people. would would yield Ex explain a whole kind of the mass sure. of the situation yeah so i don't know whether pulse is going to do better than hex or hex is going to do better than pulse it's not knowable the game theory behind hex is absolutely outstanding however the pulse chat room has 25% more people in it than the hex chat room and it's existed for 10 times less time. And I gotta tell you, it's so easy for people to understand Ethereum, but cheaper, faster, better, and 10,000 new coins. They get that and you know, save the environment, all that. They understand it instantly. When you try and explain Hex to people, their eyes just glaze over and they're like, what? They don't get it. I think that might be why there's so many more people in the chat room that just and these are real people. There's no bots. There's no bounty hunters. There's no when sir, when moon, non-English speaking, like weirdness. It's, these are hardcore real users. And so I think that the chance of Pulse going viral earlier, I think Pulse might go viral around the same time Hex would, but then Hex has been around for a year and a half longer because it's just so much easier to understand for people. They get it. Um, and that's weird to me. Like I just... It's, I wouldn't have expected the chat room to be larger so quickly. I mean, I'll go look right now. So like, so the reason I'm saying this is because like in my, in my head, I'm thinking, all right, you want hacks to have your liquid hacks and your stakes are going to get doubled on two chains. And I prefer to see no cheap hacks anywhere. So I, I don't anticipate that there's going to be cheap hacks anywhere. Who knows, right? This is the first time this has ever happened in the world, but I can't, I don't know why anyone would sell their hacks for cheaper for some reason. So now you've got hex on two chains and then you've got pulse with the extra on-ramping ease of on-ramping the community seems to be growing a lot quicker and then i just pulled out of my butt this idea well you could do one-third hex since you're getting double on two chains anyway and then you could do two-thirds sacrifice 
and then it's like newer and people tend to think newer things pump harder, you know, even though our chart is curving up, like all that, you, oh, you liked these gains? Well, now it appears that you're getting even more. The user chart's pulling up on Etherscan, the price chart's pulling up on a logarithmic scale, it's pulling up. So on linear, it just looks like a vertical line. Um, yeah, so I just, I mean, I pulled it out of my butt. It's just a guess. It's not knowable what optimal play really is. I say one third hex and stakes, and then two thirds uh, sacrifice. That's okay. My pulled out of butt guess. <clears throat> I, I I will look at it. I think I'll do it this time. To be honest, just out of interest. You don't want to miss uh, opportunity knocking. <laughs> well, he's no, not. It's not. It's not even about that. I'm just interested in it. I don't need. The, right. I know what you mean. I guess where you, where you, I, I could have retired during that. I can't really retire anymore. I don't have enough money anymore. I lost too much of it. Um, but, How? How? You made oh, it. I know. You're trading, were you? I made like tens of millions in the bull market, um, but I didn't sell much um, oh. because I didn't did the same mistake as what I did in 2017. Admittedly, yeah. nowhere near as bad just because I did take. I was yeah. always taking profits on the way up this yeah. time, yeah. Um, but rather than selling 10% of a bag, I didn't want to crush any prices, so I was selling like 0.5% at yep. a time. And so, of yep. course, I'm not taking profits fast enough and mm -hmm. didn't last long enough. But you know, um, I called the top on the day. I called the Bitcoin top on the day. On the day. Published you, the chart. did. Yep. And I said, well, I 27 days later, Ethereum died. 27 days later, Ethereum died. Same as last cycle. Identical. Published the chart. That, that, one's, that one's an interesting one. Yep. I, I, um, I did call the Bitcoin bottom. I think that's mine. Nice, dude. I should say, having said, well, no, and the bottom's less important, actually. The top's more important because the top's when everyone's got the most money, whereas the bottom is one of them slow fades inwards. Mm. Um, right. Like the, the Bitcoin bottom was, it was great. I made a video on that day as well. I, put, I tweeted it out the other day. You should watch it at some point. Not Here's a, let, me, let me give you some great quotes for, from chat just for fun, right? I'm going to quote Mon Jovi in all caps. This dude will go to jail eventually. Hey, let's do an experiment. Name me the crypto founder that went to jail. And we got some scammy, scammy, real garbage crypto founders out there. We got some straight scammers up in this business. Now, which one of them went to jail? Um, you tell me. Nobody. There are many. Nobody. John McAfee huh? went to jail for something that didn't have anything to do with founding a coin. So people have all these fan fiction fantasies about things that are going to happen. You're like, there's no evidence to support anything you're saying. In my worldview, you actually have to do illegal stuff to go to jail, usually. I mean, I guess you can get like unfairly treated or whatever, but in general, you have to do illegal stuff. And to the best of my knowledge, creating cryptocurrencies is entirely legal, which is why there's no arrest warrant out for Satoshi that I know of. So, yeah, I don't know. There's haters, I, I man. They, they just hate it. They, I, I do, obviously, people don't like people that make money, and that is something mm. that I have always struggled to understand because I think that if somebody's making money, then you should just watch exactly what they're doing and then try and replicate it yourself. Unless you're um, stealing from people, making money means you're making people happy. Unless you're stealing from people, if you have a lot of money, it's because you made people a lot happy, usually. Yeah. By the way, haters, yeah. haters, this is a million dollars of watches. This little box costs $6,000, I think. So just so that you know, you can hate me more. And I just raised $26 million for charity. So I might save your little hater lives. What's up? Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't really have anything like that. Admittedly, if I did, I'd have probably maintained my, my net worth a little bit better. Um, <laughs> hey, man, we're all eating the same food and, like, you know, watching the same movies. It's not that big a deal. 
Well, that's that's what I've always come to think of it. People, especially it's been something that's the fallout from this this whole crash has been. There's been a lot more miserable people around, <laughs> and I don't know why people attach such uh, such emotion to money, being that I've lost more money than I could ever imagined I'd have 18 months ago, and I'm happier than ever. And right. I actually was a little bit unhappy at the point where I got a little bit too much. It was I was paranoid. It was no, it was unpleasant being going you know you know the bull markets like it's a straight line upwards. But imagine that happening to the amount of money that you have, and then you're not used to it. It's nicer to have a gradual curve. So it's called uh, sudden wealth syndrome, and we have a, a mental health counselor in our community that has done a video on it. His name is Maddie Allen. He's a substance abuse a substance abuse counselor, and uh, I mean we've the weird thing is I, I write free self help books. I give away. It's free self-help videos. My oldest YouTube videos tell people how to stop drinking, stop smoking, stop playing video games, you know, have, give a good apology, have better relationships. And that's another funny thing that people call me a scammer when I'm the only one actually trying to, I'm the only self-help author I know that created a cryptocurrency. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to get people to stop getting wrecked. So the, uh, God, what the hell is I talking about? What were we talking about? Self-help. Yeah. Right before that. Um, I got wrecked. Uh, um, hex. Yeah, I don't remember. Sorry, <laughs> brain no, fog. No, um, no it, it happens. It happens. So I'm trying, well, that's I, a, it's like if you if you want to make people's lives better. Oh, here's what it was. So substance abuse counselor. All of that self help stuff that I did, it didn't have the impact I wanted it to. The videos didn't go viral. I had to advertise them to get them views. They just wouldn't get views on their own. Now they did save some lives. I have people tell me they stopped gambling. They stopped playing poker. They stopped drinking. I've had people message me and tell me I've changed their lives. Lots, lots of people, even with a few views, those videos got the people that watched them appreciated them so much that it changed their lives. That feels really good. I had a, a kid yesterday telling me that he knows what he wants to be when he grows up. 16 year old kid. He says, he I inspire him. Hart. Swear to God. <laughs> I had a guy yesterday tell well, me. I mean, that he who wanted, doesn't want to be you right now? You're in a great position. I um, mean, it feels good, man, because I want I love people to like me. I want to be respected, and I want to make an impact in the world. So, more of my story mm -hmm. is, even though I did all that effort to try and make people's lives better, write free books, make free videos, those things didn't have as much of a positive impact as Hex did. There were suicidal people that made stakes and have something to look forward to in their future, and have a community to participate in, and feel like they're winning all the time because we are. And they don't want to kill themselves anymore. And so Hex did more for people's mental health than all the other stuff that was directly supposed to help people's mental health. The thing that accidentally helped their health did a better job. It it's blows something my mind. that I have found is literally exactly that. In life, I found that so many problems are actually just fixed by money. And when you add money, like being rich, like during the course of the bull market, I gave quite a lot of money to various different family members and it fixed everything. Everyone is good now. Everyone is happy. Nice. And it's taken away that whole strain of, of, it seems to be every single stressful problem in life, the actual base core problem is actually just money. And if you just had a bit of it, then you will be fine, which is why, again, I've got no bad things to say about Hex because it's made a lot of people very, very rich. Um, and people should enjoy the wealth how, how they want to enjoy it um it's turning down the, the speed of them <laughs> i'm just they stop spinning every once in a while because they're trying yeah. to like not overturn the springs but I, I i the springs aren't fragile on these these are really good watches so and people keep saying in chat make them spin so i'm back here like a monkey turning organ grinder making the watches spin <laughs>
<laughs> tell, tell me more about this sudden wealth syndrome. Anyway, I'm interested in that. Well, I mean, basically, when most people win the lottery, it destroys their life. They lose all their friends, yeah. they lose all their family, and they end up broke, and they wish it never happened to them. And that's the majority of lottery winners' experience. And so if you don't want those outcomes that everyone else got, you have to have different behaviors than those people had. And, you know, the same books you'd read on what to do if you won the lottery give you the same kind of advice that you should probably follow if you, you know, made a 4,000 X on your crypto. Hmm. Yeah. Well, in my, in my experience of, of, of sudden wealth, which is mm -hmm. exactly what happened, it was, it was, um, it's not stopped. I still earn a lot of money. I earn an exorbitant amount of money. And so that's, that's what I like. It's not, for me, I never look at what the value of everything is worth. It's not really important what it's worth because you don't spend it all at once, do you? It's what, it's what you can afford to do on a daily basis. And for the most part, I just sit inside my office and work anyway. So, so what do Same. I care how much money I've got? I, I actually feel bad about it. The more money I have, I actually feel worse. It's weird. So for me, I feel emotionally best when everything is going wrong because my paths and options are limited and I, it's obvious what the best thing to do is. And then I just do the best thing and I feel great. But when I have unlimited optionality and I can do anything, I feel bad because like how much capital do I not have deployed right now? <laughs> and couldn't that, what could that be getting done? And you're just like, God darn it, you know? And the better you do, the more opportunity you miss and the smarter you are, the more things you could have done. And it's just, you're just learning to deal with, like, I always just feel like I'm never doing enough, even though I apparently am doing enough. Like I'm, I'm killing it, but it doesn't feel like that to me. You know, I got to learn how to maybe enjoy the process more. Right. Cause even when people send these amazing messages, it's good for like 30 seconds of feel good. Very rarely do I have a full day where I can just be like, yeah, that was an awesome like day. I like did everything right. You know, I don't know. It's a mental, mental thing. No, I, maybe I'm I a workaholic. I don't know. It's 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 not being a workaholic. It's it's wanting to improve the world in in a way. And if you think that what you're doing is improving the world, then that's a good thing. Um, I, I just find it all 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 very interesting. And um, yeah, so Hex Hex has done very well since you launched yep. it. Wish I wish I'd have invested at the bottom, of course. We've seen it. You could have bought a seventy percent dip a couple of days ago. Now it's up like a hundred percent again. Uh, I'm not bothered about 100%. Tell me when it's... Uh, <laughs> no, but in like a day. I mean, it's not bad yeah, for a day. <laughs> well, everything I... It's, 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 it's obviously it's very, very good for any day. Yeah. I, what, what does the price move like on a daily basis, of course? Because everyone always does... Well, let's go look real price. quick, man. I mean, go to dex.vision and go to hex USDC. And you're going to see the USD, uh, the Uniswap V2 chart, and you can see it only goes back to June because that's when Uniswap V2 came into existence. Mm -hmm. And then you can see yesterday the price dipped 17% in a day. And then from the bottom right now, it's up 80, 90%. So it's up, well, I'll measure it that's using just, the measuring that's tool. Just, that's one day. Just one why is a whale selling into the order book rather than selling slowly? I have no, like I tell people to use limit orders and they just don't listen. And half the time they don't even use one inch and they just make ARB bots rich. And you're like, use limit orders and use one inch and stop making the ARB bots rich. So the price is up 89% in a day from the bottom of yesterday till now. So that's, that's a two impressive. X. It's, impressive. it's awesome, dude. It's, awesome. it's so good. Um, <laughs> 
the actual coin prices. Yeah, it's come a long way, is that? You want to see a better chart? Let me show you a better chart. All right, let's go for fun. For fun, go on Trading View, and type uh, hex USD. Right. And then click the uh, I don't know. Click any one of them. I don't. I don't. Click the top one. Okay. Okay. I'm on it. Yeah. Try that chart. <laughs> yeah. Try that chart, dude. It's a good chart. Very good chart. It's it's gone up quite a lot. Yeah. But you know what? I got a better one for you. One more. Go to uniswap.vision. This is the oldest one. This one goes back the farthest. What's this, what's this dot vision? Well, I don't know. I mean, just all the, what the good domains are taken. To go to uniswap.vision and then type hex USDC, but this time go to Uniswap V1. And this is the history, bro. This is the history. You might want to put it on log scale. <laughs> oh, I love this chart. There's only one chart I know of in the world better than this chart. So are you looking at this chart, the hex USDC V1 pair? I am, I am yes, I'm just on the 12 hour though, switching. Yep, yep, I'm on it, I'm on it. So if you do a measure from January 5th to 557 days later, the local top, 382,650% in a year and a half. It's a good going, it's very good yeah. going. Even and during the course of this year, it's up 1,300 and whatever that is. Yeah. That's crazy. And then, this is without the profit from staking. This is without including the big paydays, minimum 30% payout extra for just being staked one day, that everybody got that was staked for one day, got 30% extra payout. You don't even see that on the chart. Now, the only chart I know better than this one, go to apphex.win slash charts. Apphex, yeah, I know, man. My domain is hex.com, okay? <laughs> I have a three-letter dictionary.com. Everyone else, a little bit rough. So apphex.win forward slash charts. Mm -hmm. So look at the, uh, the share price. I'm on. That yellow chart that you see there, that's the share price chart. So mm -hmm. that chart kind of accounts for those extra coins people got. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just, it's it's... Basically, we simulate compounding interest by having an ever-increasing share price chart. So if we just compounded interest normally, we'd beat up the database giving extra coins to old people or extra like shares or whatever. So the, the issue is you want the old guys to do better than the new guys because they're compounding and the new guys just got here. And so you just achieve that mathematically, identically, but without beating up the database by just having a share price instead and then just giving the new guys less. And so the ratios are still identical mathematically, but you end up with a price chart that only goes up and to the right forever in hex terms. And then in USD terms, it goes around a lot, but since they both seem to go up all like, so if you scroll down to the next chart, that's the price in just hex. Mm -hmm. And then it ramped up after big payday, like a big vertical line, and now it's going up like crazy still. So we have the how best it, charts in, in crypto. How, how does it work in say 10 years time when most people, because of course there'll be some that stake again, mm -hmm. some yep. that don't, and they just sell. What what is your personal expectation of what happens in that time? Because I would, I, I would imagine that our ten years later would be very similar to Bitcoin's ten years later. And when Bitcoin mm -hmm. started, you could never imagine that what was a penny would go up six point five million x and be sixty five thousand dollars. And I think people right now they think four thousand x is a lot. And I don't think it is. 
Bitcoin's up 6.5 million X mm-hmm. and our product's vastly superior. So why don't we do better than they did? Why don't we go up 6.5 million X? Let's go. And if are you, are you <clears throat> personally scared of how successful it could become? Should it no. gain any adoption? I don't mind if it becomes a global reserve currency and we have to have one per nation. Each nation has their own isolated sharded, uh, you know, hex. Like I just, it's, I, I'm ready for that. It doesn't bother me at all. Because why not? Our made-up imaginary money is better than the government's made-up imaginary money. It is. So let's I mean, do what's better. They, they, the government's imaginary money, they invented it 250 years ago, and they've never changed it. And so it's well, they did change it. Out. They did change it. They changed it they a lot. It, it used to be backed by gold. You could take a dollar in the United States and turn it in for gold. Then they were like, I ah, mean, this I, is too I expensive. Mean, I, was, I was in England where... I think yours used to be back too. Well, we used to have pounds, shillings, and pence, but we, we've always maintained pounds. Um, I don't... Actually, no, but we've always had dollars, but they just were backed by different stuff. So I, I all currencies used to be backed by gold at one point. Yeah, yeah, well, they always used to be made of yeah. gold. In fact, we only got rid of silver coins in this country in the 80s, I think it was, as well. Yeah. So I'm just saying, the government's currency is basically doomed... And if you, like, we're taking over, man. We really are. If I die and Hex.com goes offline, it doesn't matter. You're not going to stop the code. The code is invincible. It's immutable. I can't change it. No one can change it. So it's, I, I can't imagine a reality that could exist where this stops being awesome. I think we're going to keep on-ramping new users. I think we're going to keep making more and more impact. And then eventually, if the whole world's on board, then, okay, the gains can be reduced. So, like, if the whole world buy it, then you do have S-curve adoption. We are early. We're in the vertical part. Eventually, if the whole world adopts it, okay, then you're going to get flat. But we're very far from that. Very far. What's the... Um, one second, I'm just bringing up Hex on probably one of your le- least favorite websites being CoinMarketCap, because I imagine that it brings up a lot of questions. They're not good at their job. You know, we're on page three with a lot of other coins that don't belong on page three. There are other coins that do not belong on page three, for sure. Not just us. Twenty-four billion market. <laughs> but it's actually a hundred billion. It's, it's impressive. Whatever the hell it is, it's impressive. Yeah. Um, and so you have of that, according to this app hex.win.slash charts website, mm-hmm. eight point five or eight point four million dollars in staked. Uh, so eight point five billion. Yeah, and so what percentage of the supply is that? It's on the left, the left chart. That's 9.5%. Oh, there we go. Yep. And so the rest is... Is that in wallets that are accessible for people to sell? Why are they not staking it if they're circulating? Ah, now. Let's go into ancient history. Half the supply went to an origin address. We can mm-hmm. see on chain what the origin address was doing. It used to stake all its coins for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And that had the effect of lowering the market cap because it removed them from supply and market caps based on circulating supply. And it had the effect that everyone else would get paid less interest because it mm-hmm. was sucking up all the T-shares. Mm-hmm. And then nobody knows why, but for some reason, the origin address would send to other addresses. And then, whereas those other addresses used to stake for a long time, they stopped doing that. Nobody knows why. But the results of that ceasing where that the market cap is a lot higher and the APY that people earn is a lot higher because they're earning interest and they're earning inflation, the stakers, but the origin address isn't. It's not, it doesn't, it, it doesn't have 
the stakes that everybody so, else has. So it's getting diluted. Excluding the origin address, mm-hmm. what percentage is circulating after that? I mean, look, if you want to get into the real nuts and bolts, no, I don't. And I don't want to get into the nitty. I just for my own. So well, I can understand. So I got to tell you this: I, if I go into hex trading, there's a guy in there named Gunther, and he's an accountant, and his nickname is his title is Gunther the Accountant, I believe. And he put together a spreadsheet with what he thinks the actual circulating supply is. And he thinks it's something like only two and a half percent or five percent or something like that. Some really low number. So everybody that gets hex then just takes it and stakes it essentially to, in order to preserve their value for the future. Well, cause- it's even crazier than that. First of all, the average stake length is five and a, 5.7 years. Used to be 4.8 years. It keeps getting longer. Because when your stake ends and you don't have your T-shares anymore and you want to stake to get them back, now the share price is higher. So you got two options to get your shares back. You can add some more hacks or you can stake for longer. And so people believe in the system more and they want their T-shares back and they keep staking for longer. So the average stake length is 5.7 years. This is a miracle. You know how many 10 and 15 year stakes you got to have to get an average of five and a half to make up for all the one year ones? You got to have a lot, man. And so people that are whales that have long time preferences, they're buying millions of dollars and locking it for 15 years. It's absolutely awesome. I've never, I I dreamt it would happen. I built it to happen. And then the first time I saw it come true, I nearly had a heart attack. Some guy doubled the price in a single candle and then staked it for 15 years. And I was like, is this fake? Is this can't be, it can't be. And and that was the first time I ever saw it. And that's when I knew it was going to work. I was like, yep, we're taking over the world. That's it. Because it reminds me of, you know, um, the, these very high deflation, deflationary currencies, essentially, where people, every time you get them, it burns an element of the supply every time those transactions are sent. Like bomb token, I don't know if you're familiar with bomb, came out as an experimental time. Not that I'm comparing directly to just, bomb. It's, it's the same thing as just will, increasing your fees. You're like, hey, let's have really high fees. Instead of low fees, let's just make the fee 10%, which is a copy of proof of weekends, which went to zero which is now called, you know, they copied it and called it SafeMoon. Great. You, you invented something that has 10% fees. <laughs> That's the opposite of progress. That's the opposite of good. I, I don't think SafeMoon is very good personally. No. Um, it's, every, anything with safe in the name of it is probably not. Um, Usually, yeah. Usually. <laughs> rug proof, you're getting rugged. <laughs> it's rug proof, you're getting rugged. Yeah. Yeah. That shouldn't even be a marketing thing. Right. That's not a something that anyone should ever put yeah. on a project. Um, so so oh no. what I was saying about like the, the supply stuff is, if you thought it was crazy that the average stake length is 5.7 years, and you thought it was crazy that people are locking up millions for 15 years, and you can look at their address and see how much dry powder they're holding, and it's a lot. Imagine this. Let me go look up this address real quick. This is the sacrifice address. The sacrifice address has half a billion dollars in it right now aside from the 26.5 million for charity of that 400 million of it or 367 million of it is hex 2.6 billion hex has been removed from circulating supply into this address and i see every other coin that hits address this address get dumped for stable coins but the hex doesn't appear to move anywhere doesn't appear to get dumped doesn't just it just sits there this is just going to be another one of them uh, Craig Wright type situations where we don't know who's in control of the address. Well, I mean, I don't want you to have expectation of profit from the work of others, 
because this is the opposite. Here's what ICOs do. ICOs make you big promises and they sell you a lot of crap and they take all your money and then none of the crap they tell you comes true and then you lose your money. That was 2017 for everybody. And in Pulse, the code's already done. It's complete. You can go to gitlab.com slash pulsechain.com and go read the code. So I do the hard thing and make you no promises. And it's hard. It's clunky. It sucks. It'd be so much easier to be like, huge promise, huge promise, huge promise. And I bet you what? People love it. But I won't do it because it's not legal. So I do the hard thing. I do the legal thing. And then people crap talk me for it. And so like, it, it, I, I wish that if the law were different, I, I would, uh, I'd be able to say all kinds of cool stuff that I can't say. It's because I have I to understand. make sure you have no expectations. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's all a, it's, it's a, I keep saying it's a, that's, that's what I keep saying. Um, but <laughs> You're Italian now. It's a more. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm as far away from Italian as you could probably get. Um, <laughs> I do have some Italian subscribers, though. Nice. Uh, ciao, everybody from Italy. Um, so what do you think, man? I mean, we're out here supporting charity, saving the environment, doing the world's biggest airdrop. Hex has had a 100% flawless operation. You know how many other things have had problems? BitMEX founders went to jail. KX founders went to jail. Uh, KuCoin got hacked. Binance got hacked. Inflation bugs everywhere. We've had perfect flawless operation. 100%. I think what I'm what my my take away from this is I'm gonna have a stab at doing this pulse thing. Okay. Um, we'll see what happens with that. And I don't think there's anything that I see as immediately concerning about anything else that we've discussed, including hex. I, I don't. I still just do not understand. Of course, I'm gonna get it on the channel and I'm gonna get it on comments and section and saying why are you giving this guy attention, and I don't understand why you why everybody. It's like this guy, I, the, the self help author guy. The created the the hundred billion dollar crypto guy, the guy that has never has a single human being on the entire internet with a name accuse him of robbing him. All these people that say scam and stuff, if you actually scam somebody, they're very loud about it. They if you if you're late on your live stream, people are loud about it. Like in the internet, people are very loud about stuff. If I ever actually scam someone, they'd be like, "Hey, my name is this, and Richard did that." You don't have any of that. You don't have any of that. It's well, that's like it's always been weird. It's been going two years and there's nothing. It's crazy. It's crazy. I just, but they do this to everybody. I see people talk horrible things about Vitalik. I see people talk horrible things about Bill Gates. They do this to everybody. They just say horrible things about everybody. So you kind of have to like, just remove that noise. I don't care who you are. If people know you exist, they hate you. Every video gets dislikes. I don't care if it's a video of a puppy. I don't like whatever it is. It's getting dislikes because there's hateful. And when you go and look at the haters' comments, I do this sometimes. I'll be on Twitter. Some guy will say something terrible, and I'll be, I'll be like, all right, let's go see this guy's profile. Click his profile. It's either a frog or a clown pick in the profile. Literally says I troll in the description, and you're like, yeah, this is obvious. And then you look at everything he's ever said, and they literally just say terrible things to people all day as a job. And you're like, wow, that's crazy. This guy comes home from work, right? He takes his McDonald's hat off and starts getting to trolling on the internet and spreading evil. And you're like, bro, why don't <laughs> just your life would be better and everyone else's life would be better if you just did anything else at all. <laughs> like, like this is the worst thing you could do for your life. Go, go outside and mash your feet with a hammer or something. Like it's, I don't know. 
Well, I, I, I couldn't encourage everybody enough. In fact, the pinned tweet that I have on my profile at the moment on Twitter is stop hating on random cryptocurrency projects. You're much better off just helping them. Um, yeah. I don't understand the method of spreading hate. What made me much more wealthy than I really should have been with, with reality how it is, is from not hating people, just spreading positivity, participating in everything that happens that's positive. And you, you, you'll always see effects that are positive on your life. For anybody that is just wanting to get a leg up, you just be positive. That's all you've got to be. I were a negative, negative person when I made all them scam exposing videos. Look how life was going for me then. I was poor. I didn't make any money. And I had a YouTube channel that was demonetized because I kept swearing all the time. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I, I didn't swear a single time on the stream, I don't think. That's a first. <laughs> that is a first. I think this is the first time I've ever had a live stream and not cursed. <laughs> so well, um, your your channel's in the algorithm at the moment. They they're loving it. Oh really? It's YouTube. Yeah, Great. definitely. Nice man. Shadow of doubt. Um, All right. Your, your stream has been increasing in viewers consistently throughout this whole thing. Thank goodness. YouTube is recommending it, which means that you're coming at the top of the search results. That's great, man. Um, I'm really glad to hear that. Um, you're definitely definitely. Because I'm not making it with my thumbnails. I mean, I go no, into no. Paint and I just literally t hit the text tool and and click green. And type, <laughs> and but but like the, I could use these PSD files that my devs or some of my graphic artists volunteers, and uh, we have a chat room for just for graphic designers. He, uh, you know, they made me nice PSDs, but it take I don't use them. I just, <laughs> I just use Paint. It's so silly. If you, I tell you, if you put a good thumbnail on, on front of any of your videos, it would it would bang even harder than what they already do. You'd I gotta try. Would be about four thousand subscribers, four thousand viewers on a stream because the, I gotta try the, it. Some thumbnails just on it. Right. Well, thanks, man. Hey, if you got an idea for what you think a good thumbnail looks like, if you just chuck it at me, just so I can tell my designers, like, hey, can we get something that looks like this? Do I need to make a silly face? No, no, you don't. I need don't. A silly face. Just look right. in mine. The only, the only silly face I've put in any of my videos was in yesterday's, and that was because I couldn't be bothered making one, so I took a, I took a selfie with one of my old thumbnails because I couldn't be bothered making another one. Nice. Um, no, you don't need silly faces. What you need, the algorithm looks for eyes as well. It looks for eyes because ah. it looks for... Um, eyes are very catching to people as you scroll past right. them as well. Huh. There, there are many different lessons. What happened with boobs? Can't I just put like a big picture of boobs? Or do they demonetize well, that or something? They have a boob detector yeah, they, they, now. They, 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 yeah, they do. God they, darn they it. All the sorts. Um, what, about, what about putting click here in the title? I'm scared to do it. I feel like the bot mm, will punish me. Yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I would mm. more likely put... Um, one of the most successful ones I've had recently was putting a chart in a thumbnail with a red border around it mm. and then having we are here like as a little you know like right. when you drop you a pin on a map like yeah, dropping yeah. a pin on yeah. the chart saying we are here that, that video banked that and the nice. actual title of it was not real different than anything the normal so it's right. got to be the thumbnail and thanks man pushing that. i really appreciate that um, i got yeah, just the chart I, for that because i actually have a we are here chart I, I have the fractal chart that i led the conversation with the, the 10k chart that's a fractal chart i just overlaid the past over now and in that chart the we are here is here and the rest is the fractal. <laughs> and you know, you remember the 6K hold. Dead, I, I dead cat, it was dead cat, trap door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they opened the trap door. That yeah. day was, it was just a terrible, terrible day. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, put yourself in my position. You earn 1,700 pounds a month yeah. and you've just lost six grand of another guy's money. 
Oof. How how are you gonna are you gonna pay that? Because Bitcoin was six grand, and then it so he put in he gave me six grand USDC. We bought a Bitcoin with it. I was trading with it. Managed to make two or three, yeah. and then I was like, we just got, we're gonna bounce. We're gonna bounce. We're gonna bounce. And no. and then I used cross <laughs> cross margin on a very small trade, and because yeah. Bitcoin went down like fifty percent or whatever it was in twenty four hours. Hey, it's okay. Just, you know who else got liquidated? Everyone that thought they were smart. Willy Woo, his fund liquidated. Adamant Capital with that kid Turdemeister, he doesn't have a fund anymore. Uh, <laughs> everyone, everyone that read the Bitcoin Standard basically got liquidated that day. <laughs> the safe space was violated. <clears throat> yeah, well, it's, and it's, thank God Bitmex thing. turned it off the order engine because the Bitmex order engine, had they left it on, would have continued to chunk us down. Like, the, like if BitMEX had left their liquidation engine on, we would have went lower than 3K. Like, we could have went to zero, like, literally. Like, BitMEX could have went to zero if the liquidation wasn't paused. <clears throat> it was just one of them situations whereby anybody opens any long position, and because it's going down so quick... Reliquidated, just, dude. <laughs> you get reliquidated. It's like... The liquidation engine was eating everybody, dude. Oh, you're long, liquidated. You're short, also liquidated. <laughs> like, everyone yeah. is getting liquidated out here. Hide your kids. Hide your, hide your husband. Everybody's well, getting liquidated out here. Uh, another one on that one would be... I. I'm still annoyed with BitMEX because I longed Bitcoin from $3,750 and Bitcoin, this is on the, the pump back upwards, and I held that position and I'm still holding it when Bitcoin was $30,000, logs into BitMEX, checks the account, position is not there, but there is some Bitcoin in that account. Thinking, Do you get ADL? They, they closed the account because they said I didn't KYC. I said, well, BitMEX oh is not a KYC. God. They, 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 they shut the, they shut the long position uh, to 18,000. So I had this massive long position on Bitcoin that had been closed 18,000 from 3,750. And then Bitcoin goes up to 64,000. crazy. Like, come on. That yeah. was that was literally a multi-million dollar position. Mm. And instead, I only made a few hundred thousand out of it, which admittedly is fantastic. But I still not withdrawn that from BitMEX because they want my KYC. <laughs> Sucks, man. And I'm sorry to hear that. DeFi solves they, this. It, many many things do in fact one of the projects I'm not going to say the names of anything because I don't want right. to promote anything but right. one of the projects that I've invested in more, more recently in fact I've invested in two is two decentralized derivatives exchanges cool. just because yeah. I think there is scope for a market in decentralized I derivatives. wish someone could short hacks with spot settlement not derivative if, if it's derivative the exchange gets rich but the coin doesn't get rich if it's spot settled the coin gets rich so I want people to short hacks. I'm going to tell you, shorting's terrible. Don't do it. But if you can't take my advice and you want to short, short hacks. And then when it you get liquidated, you get to become a buyer to close your position at prices you didn't think possible. Imagine how much higher Hex's price would be right now if people could have shorted into it a 4,000x run wow. in a year and a half. Oh, all those haters' money right into the price chart. I can't wait, man. And it's going to happen. Is- One day you're going to be able to short hacks, and it's going to be glorious. It's going to be glorious. It's, well, it's one of the reasons why I don't think you're a million percent correct when it comes to Bitcoin being 10,000. I just think there are too many shorts. And I think that those, I mean, maybe it gets there within a year. I just don't think the odds of that are very high. I'd say my bottom is twenty to 26,000. That's, that's as You know what? If, I, I, if it stops acting like a waterfall, I'm happy to readjust my worldview. But right now, yeah. it doesn't even look like a dead cat because it's not even bouncing. It's just, do we, we, did, we didn't even get to 42K. We went to 65K. Never even retested the neckline. 
just head and shoulders, waterfall, shoulders and shoulders and shoulders. Never even got to like 42. I think 41.5 well, is as high as we got. That's my, not a good, rush, that's not good. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. My, but my rationale for, for the drop is, is quite simply, we, we were all long at the top. And with it being everyone long at the top, and then you've got people like me. I got um, stung on quite a couple a couple of big positions. And I know that I'm not alone because I know other people have got stung on big positions. And we're all like 2, 3x. And so Bitcoin's dropped a lot. And so that final drop from kind of 37,000 down to 28,000 on that last day where everything was going really badly um, is, is the day where people like me, like the big traders that had been funding these trades to try and not get them liquidated, got liquidated. And of course, you know what that does to the price. Yep. Um, it, that's the, the, the chop that yep. we've been experiencing. Yep. Is, is It's all people like me's fault. Um, and that's why I don't think we get down that way. Because I know that people like me have lost a lot of money in, in recent times. Well, let me, well, let me put it to this way. Money to lose to a Bitcoin to go down. I'm going to I'm gonna introduce a new tool to your, to your technical fundamental analysis. Grayscale owns 3% of all Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. They only buy, they never sell. If you buy Grayscale shares, you have no redeemability clause. You can't turn those shares into Bitcoin. It's a machine that just buys crypto and never sells it. Oh, it's awesome. Beautiful. Thanks, Grayscale. Appreciate it, guys. Here's the problem. Wall Street prefers to buy Grayscale than real coins. They have their hands tied. They're not allowed to just buy random currencies. They have general partner agreements that don't let them do that or limited partner agreements, but whatever. And they get, they buy Grayscale. Grayscale usually trades at a 20% premium. Currently mm -hmm. it's at a 15% deficit. Wall Street would rather buy 15% cheaper coins from Grayscale than real coins. So what happens? Real coins, price doesn't move up because you're not getting the same buyers, you're just getting sellers. And so it brings the grayscale price up a little bit, but then both fall with the Bitcoin price. And so it's like, and then you end up down here. And, and so as long as there is a deficit in grayscale and there's no premium, you're not going up. You're not. Because all of Wall Street would rather buy their coins at a discount than real coins. So as long as that grayscale premium is there, you ain't going to hear a bullish word out of my mouth. As long as the grayscale deficit's there, you're not going to hear a bullish word out of my mouth. When that deficit disappears, when it turns into a premium, when I've seen a capitulation wick, or if we want to do a bump and run bottom again, like we did, fine. I'll, I'll be ready to call the bottom. But as long as I see that deficit, I don't see any capitulation, and people that bought JPEGs for a million dollars are still balling, no, no. I want to see capitulation. You got you bought a JPEG for a million bucks. I want to see you sell the bottom. You need to you need to get wrecked. You bought you know all these terrible things that people bought. When those guys sell, then we can go up. That's my opinion. But do you not think there's another run before a really really big wreck? I don't think there's a double bubble, man. That was the same crap I heard in the last run. It's going to be a double bubble like 2013 or no 20 uh, 20 what was it? I think it was 2013. It was like 20, 2012, I think, was a double bubble. It's, I just don't believe in it, man. Look, the world's richest guy already bought. He already bought. You got him. You got the world's richest guy to buy. He's, he bought. You got another world's richest guy you're waiting to on-ramp? No, you already got that guy, man. You got the governments. You got, hey, look, it's a, it's a accepted uh, settlement currency in uh, El Salvador. El Salvador. You're, and then the Israeli like insurance uh, retirement fund bought some, and you're just like, yeah, everybody bought, dude. Everybody bought. 
the everybody bought before this uh, Coinbase launch. They'd started dumping it before. You could see the premium disappearing on. Uh, see, I, I kind of, <clears throat> I'll explain my my thinking here is that I didn't give a toss about the Coinbase thing. I didn't actually notice it until about two days after it happened. I paid zero attention to it. It was but the top. Really it was it, the day was, of the top. It was the top. It, it was it was the top. I just didn't pay any attention hmm. to it. Hmm. Um, and my my argument against what your argument is, which is everybody already bought, so why why would they need to buy more? They've they've already bought. Like there mm -hmm. needs to be some cool off period and whatever else. I think that we are in that period of cool off. I think we just bore everyone to death. But but um, let, let's let so you think we're gonna? I mean, look. Can we look at can we look at the chart real quick? Just go look at the daily BTC USD chart real quick. And it doesn't even, you can't even make a bear flag where your price goes down and then goes up a little bit. That's your bear flag. It can't even make a pennant, which is symmetrical. It can't, it can't, it's just literally making a waterfall. It's rounding. It's, it's the most, that is the most disgusting pattern you could have. I don't know of a more bearish pattern than that from candlestick analysis. That is the worst. It is a bad pattern. I will it's, give you that. So like, do you think we're just going to go sideways from this pattern? Because I don't. I, if I look back in the Bitcoin chart, I don't think we've ever gone sideways from a waterfall before. Ever. I don't think it's I, ever happened. I, I believe that we're actually looking at this on, and and we're being too <laughs> premature in our judgment of it. That's that's. I have I a know. habit, and and I think many people have a habit of when charting. It's easy to judge what you have, in front of you, but and go well. This is this is obviously looking very bad. From this point of view, I'm gonna send you. Let me send you my chart real quick, man. Let me send you my chart. I'll see, can you can you look up Telegram real quick? Yeah, so I'm going to t.me forward slash hex news. I'm gonna send you some funny charts. Uh, here's here's the hex chart on Trading View. <laughs> this one looks pretty funny. It's just it's just a 45 degree angle line <laughs> up. <laughs> well, that's that's what that's what's. Ah. Um, and then here's here's my fractal chart with uh, with Bitcoin. So here's the here's the deficit on uh, mm -hmm. on the uh, grayscale trust, and then here's the fractal of last cycle over the cycle. I just think that's really, really. I mean, if Bitcoin it's sits twenty one thousand dollars for but, a while, I'm not that bothered. I just think that's but too look ambitious. At, look at the. You don't see the resemblance between the two. I, no, I get. I see. I see what you're going for All with right. that. All I just right. think you're taking the bottom from the wrong place. Maybe. Um, hey, maybe we can bottom at 20. Maybe maybe it bounces around there and then just goes back up. I'll, I'll no, know I mean, when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think, you know, you know the run-up in 2017, it went on for so long. So you, what you've done on that chart is it didn't. line the it tops. Didn't. It, it didn't. Oh, I got another chart for you, man. I'm a, I almost cursed. I am a chart expert. I know the Bitcoin chart like the back of my hand. The last bear market was exactly 364 days from the top to the bottom. Exactly it was, 364. That was why I made the video saying we're going to go bullish because it's been a year and that, that's how I called the bottom. Well, <laughs> Some very basic analysis. I'm going to get, <laughs> hey, you know what? When you got nothing else, that basic analysis works as long as everyone else thinks it works because it's emergent, yeah. right? So I'm going to measure this for you. Let me hit the BTC USD real quick. This is something that is, it, it is shocking, okay? And, and I'm going to... I, I love sharing these charts because, I mean, look, I used to just publish charts all the time. And then I decided to be a, a builder instead of a, a watcher. And so, you know, now I'm busy 
building stuff. And so I don't get to publish all these cool charts, but since I'm on the, on the phone with you, let me, let me give you a chart. So the bottom, so the bottom of the, like we, we went to 12 K or 1200 and then we dipped down to 266, and then we finally went up and, th- and then had a 40% dump. And then that was the actual like bottom that you could have bought. And so if you measure this bottom, which was on $200 on August 24th of 2015 until the okay. top of uh, 20K, mm-hmm. 840 days. Now I'm on the weekly here. So it's a little bit off, right? But it, but it's not off more than like seven or 10, 14 days. So you had 840 days of bull run from the bottom of that capitulation wick, that 40% dump down to 200 up to 20,000. You had a 100x run up. You did a 100x run up from 200 to 20,000 over 840 days. Mm-hmm. Now, watch me get out my measuring tool again, okay? Let's go down to 3K. Mm-hmm. I get the very bottom here and let's measure up to our top. You ain't going to believe this shit. No, I cursed. You're not going to believe it. 854 days. I'm going to send you the chart, bro. I'm going to send you the I, chart I, right I, now. I've just made it on my screen right now. Okay. I, can, I can see it exactly yeah. what you're talking about. There you go. And I understand <laughs> the rationale behind it. 840 days, 850 days. There you go. I'll, <laughs> and I used the same analysis that you already said was valid. I'm using your literal timing analysis that you used yeah, elsewhere. No. Yeah. I, I, under, I understand again the rationale yeah. behind that. Yeah. And then you can follow that. And this is the kind of analysis that I used to do before I, I traded kind of all, all the time. And it works yeah. really well, actually. And I published this. I published all this. I actually published this timing analysis on my channel on twitter.com forward slash Richard Hartwin. So you you would be estimating that we have eighty five percent dump. Let's do it. Eighty five, nine in the next nine months. Why not? That's what we've done every other time. So you you are expecting it to basically end on the eighteenth of April next year. You're expecting bull market starts again with the sure. capitulation. I mean, look, you have a little bit of cycle elongation or shortening. You know, there's some leeway in there. But these are human psychology cycles, right? No one's actually buying the stuff because it got better. It's the same stuff. They're buying it because the price went up. And then when the price goes down, they're selling it because the price went down. They're not selling it because it's worse stuff. So people buy because the price went up and people sell because the price went down. It's reflexive. It's self-magnifying. And so it got punched in the nose hard enough and everyone bought and we had a single day that everyone was looking at and then it created a perfect storm for doom. And it was the right amount of years. And now we're getting the doom. Can't even get a bounce. <clears throat> so let's go let's go down there for a few months, capitulation wicket, and go do in the new moon. So we've done it the last three or four times. I Same mean, I'll be book. around for all of it, so I'm not 100% like really, really bothered if we did have another bear market just because that's we all know. The well, we're, all, we're already a third of the way done with it. We're, we're 25% of the way done with the bear market already. We're already three months in. A year is only f- four sets of three months. So we're already 25% of the way done with the bear if it does a fractal of the last one, which it appears to be doing. The, the dumped from the same time. ETH dumped on the same day that it did from Bitcoin last time. It's doing the same stuff. I mean, it's actually really clean. It's very cleanly doing the same stuff. The fallout of the parabola had less volatility. It didn't dump as hard as fast, but then it also didn't bounce as hard as fast. It's just like a lower volatility death. Just like- I, would, 
I would agree with your theory here. If we bounced and then we stopped bouncing at around $42,000. I agree. I would have liked to have seen a, a repeat of the, the bull trap that got everyone long again at seventeen five last time. So last time, everyone said, oh, if we break seventeen five, we're going to the moon again. And they got long and they got wrecked and it went right back down. I would have loved to have seen another bull trap, but I don't think we're going to get one. Because that deficit in the grayscale costs cost too much to buy back up. Because we're not going to get one at this point. It seems pretty clear that we're not going to get any. It's kind been of a good long while. We um, were due. Didn't get one. We, we're still due. And yeah. As long as that grayscale I, deficit's there, you ain't going to get anything good, man. Because all of the buy pressure that would have bought real coins is instead going to go buy discounted coins from them. Period. The, the problem that I have again with your theory is we actually break a multi-year uptrend if we do what you're thinking. Yeah, but you're supposed to get this S-curve crap. You're, you're, you're supposed to get less gains. The last run-up was 100x. This run-up was only a 20x. But that's normal. Yeah. You're supposed to get less amplitude as time goes on, which is why the log chart it's, falls over. It's, it's been the same decreasing multiplier every single bull mm -hmm. market has it. Yep. Basically starting right. at 10 cents, up, like $100 or yep. whatever it is, and then it mm -hmm. decreases by the same amount every single time. I haven't done that measurement, but yeah, you can see it on the chart. <clears throat> yeah, I, I could do it. I would be interested to actually do the maths on on if it's the same case this time, whereby we've decreased by the same amount in terms of. I just, I, you know what, is another great benefit about a bear market. I want to see the stock to flow chart get invalidated. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't. Rainbow chart. <laughs> see, yep. No more rainbow charts. I'm tired of those. We'll keep one for hex though. <laughs> we'll keep our rainbow chart. <laughs> I like the rainbow, chart. rainbow chart says that we all get rich and go to I think, the moon together. I think yeah. somebody made a site. Uh, let me see if I remembered its name. Somebody made a site comparing. Yeah, if you go to lookintohex.com, go, go to there real quick. So go to lookintohex.com and then just click uh, hex versus BTC mm -hmm. and look at how identical the charts are. Hex and Bitcoin's chart are so similar. So it's, it's you measure them from launch. Yes. And you're like, yeah, look, it's doing the same stuff for the same reasons. And then uh, I think he's got one here for Hex versus uh, Ethereum too. I should show the site more. It's kind of cool. Yeah, look, so similar. You're like, yep, we're killing it. <laughs> Just like they did. Same stuff, same reasons, <laughs> similar properties, right? It's just, I love it, man. Everything's going pretty good. Pulse chain sacrifice chat at the bottom. That's a weird look. I've never seen it. I, just, I, I saw a link to it, but I never clicked it before. Let me go look. Pulse chain sacrifice. Oh, isn't, oh no, no, there we go. If you scroll down on that page, it's PLS cost basis versus time. Yeah. I mean, I that just shows you the 2x over the 14 days. But this thing at the bottom. Yeah, what is it? It's got various different... Oh, oh I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing smart bugger so he's trying to compare how well how much harm you endure from the rate increasing but how much benefit you might get from better volume rewards is my guess as to what he's doing here because you're being harmed by the timer but you're being benefited by volume rewards depending on where you are in there mm -hmm. that's my guess what to ask him because I can't well, understand this chart to tell the truth. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. But no, that's an interesting website. I like that website. It's a, it's a very well clean website, is that one. 
Yeah. Um, anyway, my office is really warm, so Mine I'm going to dip out on you now. Um, hey, man. It's been a real pleasure. I've enjoyed the chat. If you want to chat again sometime, I'd like it. Yes. Okie dokie. Well, I, I would like to as well. It's been very interesting. Nice, chill chat. All right, bro. Uh, Good luck sacrificing. Decide whether you're going to support charity. It's sens.org. Or if you don't need the tax write-off, if you're going to get, you know, the extra 25% more points. I will. I will do. And, um, See you later, yeah, man. It's been a pleasure learning about Hex. I know more about it now than when we did when we started, which is good. Respect, man. Ciao, All bro. Right. Later, man. <clears throat> Let's go take a look at uh, the chat in here somewhere. Hello, chat. Yeah, these lights, they get hot, so sweating a little bit here. Any good questions? I got work to do, guys. There's things I want to do. So as much as I'd love to hang out with you, I'm going to tell you. Twitter.com forward slash Richard Hart win. Like, follow, subscribe. Richard Hart on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Richard Hart. Pulsechain.com, world's largest airdrop. Rate is going up another 5% at the end of the day. It's going to go up another 5% the day after that. It's going to go up another 5% the day after that. And it's going to keep doing that until it's two times higher. Go to pulsechain.com. Go to hex.com. You want free self-help books? I wrote them. Read them. They're good. T.me forward slash Sivive. S-C-I-V-I-V-E. S-C-I-V-V-E. Anyway, Sivive. And uh, what else? How many viewers did we get? I think we had like a bunch of concurrent viewers. Nice. 2,200 right now. That's pretty good. I like that. And everybody stayed. I guess it was a good chat. Anything else I can think of? Great bounce on the hex price. You know, it's up 88% from the bottom of yesterday. Nice. Nice. Very good stuff. Um, yeah, everything's going great, guys. Saving the world, you know. 26.5 million for SENS.org doing medical research, and the money keeps going in. And we just got a big article on the express.co.uk, the third largest newspaper in the United Kingdom, um, that talking about the good things that SENS is doing and that Pulse Chain's doing. And wow, that's really wonderful, man. You know, influencers are turning around. The press is starting to take notice. We're still pre-viral, but hey, you know, maybe one day soon we'll be viral. It'll be beautiful. It'll be really beautiful. Good talking to you guys. Ciao.